Does Kirsten finally find out about Camille and Liam's steamy relationship? And is Maggie smitten for the wrong guy? My name is Dakota T. Jones, and tonight we're going to be covering Stitchers, Freeform Freeform, and you are watching AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What is up, guys? We are here for Season 2, Episode 7 of Stitchers, and today's episode is called Pretty Little Lawyers, which yes. is a little bit of a jab to Pretty their, Little Liars. their hit show, Pretty Little Liars, <laughs> but we are going to be talking about a lot of things today. We have a lot to cover, but first, let's introduce ourselves. Where can everyone find you on social media? Hi, I'm Becca, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BeccaBTalksTV. Hey guys, I'm Gabriel, and you can find me on Twitter all the time at Double G on TV. <laughs> now I have the Pretty Little Liars theme song. You and know, what? if you're freeform, why wouldn't you want to flex that kind you know of power? Yeah. In my opinion, like, I mean, you know, your viewers go up anytime you even mention them. I know. So you know what? It made sense. It does make Just sense. Just brag about it for yeah. sure. And you guys can find me at Twitter on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Dakota T Jones. So okay, so basically, as we open up the scene. Kirsten is still tagging her walls Writing in her room on walls. with all the evidence. <laughs> graffiti on walls. The graffiti, everything. <laughs> and she's adding the new piece of evidence, which is the note yes. that the, the young Cameron from the Stitch left at her door. So I don't get it. I don't get it either, and I think she doesn't either, because it doesn't match up with the other pieces of the evidence. So she's kind of wondering, like, what is this? Um, but, you know, Camille kind of confronts her, like, are you still tagging the walls of your room? Like, have we not moved on from this? But she's really, honestly, trying to do all this to find her father, correct? Right. I mean, it's yeah. one of those things where she's tirelessly searching and searching, but, like, I would have thought by now we would have a little bit more information out about her father. I actually think that the pacing is really good and it's like making us wonder we want more information but like the way things are being revealed like piece by piece it's kind of like well at least we're getting reveals mm -hmm. rather than having to wait for every reveal That's to true. happen like in the finale of right and of the season. Going back to Pretty Little Liars, I hope they don't drag it on six right. seasons and then find out that her father's dead and her father's actually a transgender. Like the whole <laughs> Pretty Little Liars his thing name happens. Is Charles, something yeah. like that. Um, her you... father is actually Charles. Yeah. If it's <laughs> hey, the same kind of situation, I would be <laughs> yes. like, what the heck? You know. You know what? I actually got to disagree with Becca a little bit. Uh -oh. um, the pacing, it is moving a little slower. I feel like. Okay, we're leading up to a very big mystery, obviously. The uh -huh. finale is supposed to be, you know, it's not just a firecracker. We want fireworks, right? Yeah. Yes. That's why they're keeping all this under wraps. Yeah, I feel like, how are you going to set up my payoff? Because right now, it has to feel earned in a yeah. TV show like this. A big mystery with all this sci-fi going on. Mm -hmm. And really... I feel like I'm getting more confused really? the less that they don't give us those little clues to tell us, okay, yeah. maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Right. Because we're not getting those sorts of clues, I feel like the pacing is too slow for me. And when I what I worry about that is that the payoff won't feel as gratifying when we do finally yeah. get to it. That's true. I didn't really think of it like that. But I know that, um, you know, we find out about, you know, the the mom and how or like yeah. the, she, the girl the mm -hmm. wife is dead and then her mom answered the phone that one time and we never really I, went back to that yeah we haven't gone back to that yeah, and i'm like it's a good point it's been like an but episode we found and a half out, and it's like <laughs> but we found out something else in this episode about her family yes which, which we from, will get to yeah which we'll get to but that comes later on yes we don't want to throw it all out there yet Becca. i do want to get back to the 
finding her mom. Yeah, same here. And I honestly kind of hope that the dad is the one that's not really around anymore and that the mom is actually end up alive because... Maybe, like, maybe the whole she's dead thing is a lie. You never know. You never know. Maybe she's just, you know, trying to hide from the government. Yeah, or, trying to hide know. from someone. Yeah. Which, you know, if I did too, I would I would be off the radar. Yeah. I, yeah. I Especially mean, when, you know, when you're dealing with the... We, we still have that big mystery, who's really behind yeah. the Stitch program. I mean, yep. they, they do... That's one of those other mysteries that I still need to get a little sold on, you know. Who's really tugging the strings? Who's yeah. really... Because Maggie has, uh, you know, hinted at it. It's like... What do you really think the Stitch program is about? Do you really think we're doing all this just to help the LAPD? No. And and it's still one of those that. things <laughs> like, do we trust Maggie? Still? Yeah. And you know what? Maggie is one of my favorite I characters trust her. now, just because she's so mysterious and you never know whose side she's on, but you want to hope that she's on the right side. I yeah. love that. I love that you can't trust her, but you want to. Yeah. I love you, that. Real, her. Give that. She's a likable character, but it's like. Yeah. Kind of like Nina. Yeah, kind of like Nina. You never know if she's really for Cameron or she's just using him yeah. to like, get information. She seems to be likable as of now. We've seen her a she never lot know. with I, I Cameron. Mean, it's, here's the thing. She seems like that nice, sweet... You know, Dakota, those <laughs> nice, sweet girls. You know. you know, she's just into comics and yep. wants to talk movies with you. And you think, you know what? I love you. You seem so great. And it, then they... you. You know what's coming next. It's always the ones you don't expect, and I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen. Are you talking about my ex right now? You know, I was talking about my ex, but, you know. I mean, I guess we just didn't have that in common. Yeah, I guess so. Becca, is it your friend we're talking yeah. about? I don't know. Probably not. See, I love it. Okay, but let's get into the stitch, because this yes. is actually what, you know, the episode is, you know, going around this time. Every episode is a different person that they're stitching into, which right. I personally love because it's always a new storyline. Intertwined with all of the storylines that we go back to week to week, week from week. Yeah, so. exactly. So we have. I personally would just want to point out it's always great to see Emma Ishton that suit real quick. You know, yeah. I, you like I mean, uh, after a while, you know what? It's like, you know what? It's okay having that scene one more time. I'm sorry, Becca. I gotta, oh my just, goodness. I gotta say it like it is for the gentlemen who watch the show. I'm sorry. But back uh, to the stitch, she, Dakota. She very you were about to make a great point. Yes, okay. So we have our, our first victim. Right. She has passed away. Her name is Anna Parker, and she is, uh, you know, working in a firm with a lot of very dishonest people and she is one of the more honest (laughs) yeah she's one of the more honest lawyers and you know they're working on a case basically we see through her memories yes they're working on a case bonnie newberry and basically she finds some sort of memo saying that the car that they had built you know might have some malfunctions and everything but they yeah and they, they they had that information before that one girl got hurt in the car and you know it blew up or whatever yeah. so she's like thinking i have this great thing like let's use this against them and she's kind of like the the teacher's pet of the the firm yes. right and so sam which is a character we see his name is sam lewis he's kind of like the boss in a sense and he basically is trying to tell her look you need to shut up because if this gets out our client would be so mad and this could run everything for us run the whole case for us so what do you think of that relationship because obviously sam wants to trust her because she's kind of the teacher's pet in the sense we see that sam loves her and is obviously if like anna's obviously a favorite which is why the other lawyers don't really like her that much and keep like 
giving her the side eye kind of thing. Yeah, and actually this whole episode kind of reminded me of the game Clue. Because, you know, we have all the lawyers, and it's like, okay, who did it yes. in what room with the wrench? You know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh, yes. Because they all are lined up. It's a and you, comparison. You can't trust any of them. I, I got to say, you know what? That was a very great scene where they all try to interrogate all the lawyers, and every type of lawyer knows how to how to put it, wind you around yeah. and round and round. That was just hilarious because yes. when you think about it, it's like, Let's be honest, that is what would happen if you tried to interview a room full of lawyers. They just would all go about it. Um, Going back to your question, you know, that relationship, I think that speaks... It's a very real thing as far as a law office. I haven't gotten into any trouble with the law, but it's not easy to imagine. It's not hard to imagine that like, hey, you know what? You have to win the case. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're doing this, obviously that's counterproductive. It's, I hate to use this example, but it's like, if you know, if you're defending a murderer Mm -hmm. and you know he did it, but it's your job to prove he's innocent, guess what? You're not allowed to say it. That's your job as a lawyer. It's that confidentiality. It's that code. And it's the same kind of thing we saw with these characters. Yeah, she wanted to take the moral high ground. That's why we liked her as a character. But obviously the work politics, that's what we really got into. That's what gave this episode its substance. So... I could see where the boss was coming from. Yeah. You know, you have to... I know you're t- taking the moral high ground, but look, this is how She's we do things around here. It's just how it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you and have I, to protect the client. Exactly. And, yeah. and you kind of see where the other lawyers are kind of trying to team up. She, you know, we see in the stitch, she is like hearing them talk bad about her. And, you know, they're trying to get rid of her in a, in a sense. And I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that, you know, when they found the memo back on Anna's desk and they found the email and the drafts ready to send to the LA Times to expose the company, that was the other lawyers working against her, right, to try to frame her, if I'm if I'm correct? I, I just... That's what I that, kind of got I, from Kind it. of? I, I thought, I had actually thought when I watched that one back that it was her. Really? Yes. I mean, they never really came out and said it was either way, but I feel like it was supposed of? to be meant... That she probably was trying to take the moral, you know, the high ground. Yeah. But then at the same sense, they never really said. And maybe because, you know, Sam was not firing her because of everything that happened. Maybe they're like, well, that's not working. So let's kill her type of thing. You right. know what I mean? Right. So obviously, um, you know, Anna's kind of having a little bit of an affair with. No, no, she's not. But the other no, girl, the, other the girl. mommy the other lawyer. Yes. She's, she's having, having an affair. affair. There's a the other long. Yeah. Complicated I'm representing story there. myself if I ever got to go to court, man. I mean, <laughs> that one is like, this is supposed to be the well, high power. I'm, sure hi- I'm for sure not hiring any of those lawyers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want, you know, seriously. I want the law and order yeah. lawyers defending yeah. me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but no, definitely that added another thing. And that's another thing, you know, going to really magnifying workplace politics. Hey, if you're not on the on the boat with the rest of us, we're already alienating you. Yeah. Now you have dirt on us, and we know you do. That's exactly. where it really got interesting. So obviously we see just how Anna got really deep in this situation. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, the first stitch in kind of, you know, ends, and we see Maggie show up, and then she sees Sam Lewis, and they obviously have a very long history because you can tell there's tension. They're like, oh, I didn't know you worked here. Oh, whatever. And, you know, in a later scene, we even hear him say something like, oh, you, you look angry. And she's like, you've never seen me angry. And he's like, yeah, I have the time when I accidentally threw my darks in with your whitewash in the laundry. I, I want to see Sam back because I, I 
liked what was going exactly. on between Sam and Maggie. But yeah. I mean, so, in, in the episode, yeah. they, they were wondering if Sam was guilty, which we won't say whether he was or not yet, but... Which I, I, was, I was thinking at the beginning, maybe, just because, like, it wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked... Uh, Maggie and his relationship right yeah. off the bat. I, right I, off the I thought what was funny about that, you know, you see Maggie look at him and it's like, oh, you're this high-powered lawyer now? Yeah. You run your own firm? You have a lot of money? Yeah. You know, well, it's like that. that I mean, we, we want to see more depth to Maggie, too. But yeah. um, I also agree that I thought... I thought he was in on it. You know, yeah. Yeah, no, he kind of did he his thing, but it's like, it. he didn't make it easier. It's like... If you're really in charge of this, you are not actually going to give them, you know, 500 boxes of just key card I know. records. Yeah. yeah. It, the whole That to, whole thing was obviously huh. to throw them off from finding any information out. To just give them a big out. headache. Yeah. By the way, I, I know these are supposed to be, you know, like young geniuses, but you do not go through that much paperwork in six hours overnight. No. That I, I, I was watching that and it's like, we went through it all and I'm like, the heck Very you like, did? Yeah. No kidding. I, I'm lucky if I get through a well, book, well, half yeah. a book in two days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. No kidding. Um, and then we have the cute little scene with uh, Cameron and Nina during breakfast. And mm-hmm. you know, you, you want to, I mean, a lot She's of viewers. so close so fast. I, I know. know. A lot of viewers actually, from what I've heard, really kind of like their relationship whether they want, you know, Campston to be a thing or not. Um, you know, they, they kind of have breakfast, you know, they're getting ready to have a romantic breakfast and then they kind of get interrupted by, you know, the phone and Cameron's like, I've got to go, you know, and as of now, she still thinks he works for like a video game firm, I believe. Or does she? I don't know. See, that's right. the thing is you don't know if she, she knows does more. Does she know more? But as of now, apparently, she thinks he works for a video game place. And he's always having to leave. And she's like, what video game is this? Like, <laughs> like seriously, like, this is like Call of Duty? Like, <laughs> what's, that, what's that one with the million commercials right now? Doom? Uh, something yeah. like that? You're seeing it everywhere? Nah, she's... She's she's picking up on something it, sketchy. Either, yeah. either she's picking up on something, or she's not bright, or... Yeah. She yeah, knows you know, what's I, going on I, I already. I think what they're trying to play to is her innocence. Like, oh, I'm just this nice girl who loves comics. See, yeah. I think she's trying to appear like innocent. Yeah. yeah. And they always she's do. not. Yes, we, we just they have to. Yeah, <laughs> or like last episode where she's like, so does Kristen like me? It's like, you know, you just want to. You're trying to lure us into a false sense of security. That's yeah. what that is. And I think that's where Nina's coming from right now. Sneaky, yeah. sneaky. I agree. I think yeah. she's very sneaky. Yes. And going back into the stitch, Anna, you know, obviously is talking about, you know, we need to shut this, you know, automobile place down. Like, this is dangerous. And the client... When they're supposed to be defending the client. Right. Yeah. The client, Bonnie Newberry, was very, very upset and asks for Anna to be off the case. But Sam says, you can't because she's our best our which, best yeah, lawyer right now. Which then mm-hmm. gets us thinking that uh, Bonnie is the one who ultimately like killed her in the right, end. Right, exactly. And, you know, Kirsten obviously accuses Bonnie to her face pretty much that she thinks that she murdered yeah. Anna. And, and, you know, Bonnie, I, I honestly on. thought she was guilty for a long time. No, I, I thought, I, after that I was like, oh, now I, now maybe Bonnie and Sam work together maybe, yeah. you know? Yeah, it was, a, that's what I thought, it was a team job. Yeah. You know, when you have an I was ed- getting the team job thing, like, Right after that, for the first time they stitched in the episode, yeah, I was getting the it was a team job. P- two people were working together. See, when for a while I thought, you know what, it's all of the lawyers, you know, at the table. I thought every single one of them had their hands in it somehow, and I was like, 
They that's did. where they got that, you know, that's where they got that title of the episode. But, um, you know, we see Maggie kind of thinking, okay, maybe Sam is in on this. Maybe he is a part of this team that did this. And so she goes to kind of confront him and she's kind of like being very aggressive. And he's like, what the heck? Like, just don't talk to my client anymore. Bonnie is, you know, off the table. Can't talk about her or can't talk to her, but I'll give you any paperwork you need. I'll give you anything you need else to find out about the killer, but just stay away from my client. And she kind of storms away, and he kind of calls her a like a hard a, a hard ass. Hard yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "But you're a beautiful hard ass." As she leaves, uh, you know, and yeah, she, that she, whole is like she, I hate. It's to, like a teasing thing. Yeah, I hate to say goodbye, but I love to watch you leave. Oh kind my of gosh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. All right, man, you do your thing then. No, it, uh, it was like a whole. Maggie See, was teasing him the entire time. That's the whole t- the whole time when, whenever he dynamic. was kind of watching her leave and everything. I was kind of like, you know what? This guy can't be guilty. He just is too much of a regular guy yeah. to be guilty. Yeah, you yes. know, like he, he and you know, like a lot of times when the camera cuts away, we see like once the person leaves, we see the other kind of guy raise his eyebrows. Oh, ho, 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 you know, <laughs> I, I, none of that happened. He seemed very confused about the whole thing. Uh, so, I think at the end of the day, what we're getting at is that you know what he fits for Maggie because yeah. just. Okay, he's not the most morally, you know, nice person, yeah. but she, he's very business Maggie. first. Exactly, which yeah. is why they're that perfect match for each other. <laughs> I mean, Maggie's Maggie basically <laughs> encouraging yeah. Camille to go behind everyone's back. I know. Right now, exactly. I, I'm not fine with. Yeah. Um, but yeah. let's go back to the stitch for a second, the first uh. stitch, because we saw little Cameron again. We did. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. And, and mm, I want to know uh, who is trying to talk to Kirsten I know. through little Cameron because I don't think it's actually Cameron. No, there's no. no way. It couldn't be. I mean, it'd be a shocker if it was. It would be. It would be a that would be like I don't know crazy. if anyone's like suspecting that as of now, but if you are send us your theories. I want to know. Let us know in the comments if you guys think, you know, you know, you think you know who's doing all of this behind their backs. And also let us know, you know, on iTunes, you know, rate, subscribe, everything like that. Give us five stars if you love us, four stars if you don't. And like our other host, <laughs> Yale, says, the other stars, they don't work. So just Shout use the four and five, right? <laughs> yeah. Because the other ones just honestly don't work. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, they don't work. No. But please do that. That would mean a lot to us. And um, but going back to this really quick. We kind of forgot to tell everyone, if you, obviously you've probably watched the episode, Anna died by someone poisoning her drink. Right. Which we figured out in, in the stitch right. because Kirsten said that like everything went yellow. Yeah. 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 And be, right before she died. So yeah. we figured Not that bad. one out. So you kind of see her, you know, kind of falling and stumbling and, you know, then yeah. she's dead. And you're wondering, okay, obviously someone poisoned her drink but you don't really know who or why or the circumstances and like what what they ultimately wanted to get out of poisoning right. the drink but yeah. they find out that it was by a poisonous shrub so then odd yeah very odd but they kind of start Random. they start kind of going okay well let's find out who has access to these poisonous shrubs and we'll figure out who yeah. will get a lead from there so that's where that kind of leaves off and then they all kind of confront the lawyers at the table that was my absolute favorite part of this episode. They were all the way very the, snarky. The way uh, the lawyers interacted with each of, with with Kirsten, Camille, Linus, and Cameron mm-hmm. was absolutely my favorite part of the episode. Also, um, Cameron 
in the guy's office yes. before he arrived, <laughs> yeah. knocking those baseballs down, which yes. my favorite. And that's he was funny. in Randall's office, oh, and Randall Cameron. Randall is actually like the, almost like the ringmaster of the lawyers, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Like He's the one who seems like he's... He seems a little too perfect. He does. And, you know, he kind of gets to Cameron by, you know, giving us a little bit of insight. He's like, well, I've done my research on you. And your father was a part of this huge Ponzi scheme and, like, stole millions of dollars. And you're sitting comfortably in your little, you know, apartment loft off the money that he stole. And it really shakes him up. And he, like, tries to attack him, but then Kirsten holds him back. But, you know, that's something we never knew. Later on. Yeah, but that's something we kind of never knew about him. And it's one of those things where, you know, he was, like, really defensive, and we've, we, it was a different side of him. Yeah, yeah. And, Definitely. you know, he was like, no, I don't even talk to my dad at all. You know, I, I'm, I got that money from my mom. Which we haven't seen his yeah. family, so. But, you know, what I like about that is, you know, we go back to that point, you know, Cameron and Kirsten, you know, they got so many things different, but now look at that. They have something in common I again. Yeah. All that's... All that's there is just this comic book loving girl for yep. some reason who acts so perfect. Yeah, you've just got some bitterness tonight to get D- out. Dakota, Go ahead. Dakota, do you know anyone like that? I feel like we know someone. I feel like every one of us knows someone. I'm kidding, Becca. You're you're you're, you're genuine. You're genuinely nice. You're not fake. You know, Stitcher's Nina nice. No, no I'm, I'm nice. You guys. Exactly. That's what they all say. I'm lovely. <laughs> And then they, they say That's that what too. Nita said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And basically, you know, obviously with the big paperwork scene, you know, all yeah. the paperwork in yeah. the boxes, they're they're having to sort through. And Kirsten's like, you know what? She's trying to be okay with Cameron and Nina's relationship. She's like, you know, go go to your dinner. <laughs> go to your dinner. Go Don't your dinner. bail on Nina. Yeah. So he basically and, tells Cameron to ditch, and he mm-hmm. does. But then he quickly comes back and says that he canceled on Nina, which was a big. My heart was happy. It was a big step, yeah. you know, and, and that honestly was probably the breaking point where she's going to get mad because he's canceled on her like a lot now. Yeah. To anyone wondering, yes, I ship Camston. Yeah, you, you're not <laughs> really, really a Nina Cameron person. <laughs> yeah, I ship Camston and Camus. So yeah, yeah. But before before Cameron comes back, we see Linus kind of opening up to Kirsten, which I kind of like because their relationship has been professional this whole time, but they've never really had like a a serious heart to heart moment. I don't feel like as much yet. And they talked about that on Twitter that it's like you know what we never get any scenes together. The actors yeah. are like you're gonna see yes, that now and you're I gonna see how post. we're gonna be. And I thought it was very charming. You know yeah. what? Because you know what? It, of all of them. He's obviously close to Cameron, you know, that's his bro, Camille, he has all that drama with Camille. He probably feels like Kirsten's like, Kirsten, you know these people, I just need your help. Yeah, Yeah. And you know, I think we all have friends like that at work, and you know what, that's where they were coming from, and that felt very genuine when you watched it back. Yeah, for sure. He definitely needed someone to talk to, and that person he needed to talk to, and what he's going through right now with not really trusting what Camille is saying it was Kirsten in the end because Kirsten and Camille are best friends. Yeah, yeah. Let's exactly. Be honest. And, you know, he basically tells her, you know what, I, I, I have a bad feeling yeah. that Camille is cheating, or not cheating because they're not official, but I have a bad feeling that Camille is seeing someone behind my back. And, of course, Kirsten sticks up for for Camille. Camille. And is like, no, that could never happen. You know, she's not like that. You know, sticks up for her. And then... But, dot, dot, dot. But, 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 I, 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 think, I think Camille and... I would call Camille and Linus pretty official. I mean, kind of, but I mean, you can't really be that official if you're just hooking up. You know what? It's it's that phrase every single person has used 
It's complicated. I know. Yeah. We're there, you know, where are we? It's complicated. Are you guys this? Are you? Okay, I'm going to go. I could go on that for a while, but they are complicated, but they are certainly something. Yeah. Let's say exactly. that. Exactly. Cam- Camille is definitely feeling like that she doesn't really have a choice, I don't think, because mm-hmm. she wants to protect her friend, but she also, we see that she obviously doesn't like going behind Linus's back. So I'm going to defend her, but... So let me ask you a question then, just to have some fun here on Uh Stitchers. Okay, so we see this going on with Camille and, uh, uh, what is it, Liam? Liam, yeah. Yeah. Do you think, let's say hypothetically, with all these emotions running, let's say that Linus and Kristen had a moment... I feel Do like. Do you think Camille would be as forgiving as Lioness no, would be? I definitely no. don't think so. And no. you know what? That'd be interesting. I, d- depending on how many seasons the show runs for, I can right. see them, you know, visiting that storyline. I could see I them doing not. it just to make everyone upset. Because on Pretty Little Liars, you know, we see the relationship right now between Spencer and Caleb going on. And that's like a huge deal that everyone's like, what the heck? Like. But, but also, these characters, you have to remember these characters on Stitchers are older than. The, liars the characters, characters on yeah. Pretty Little Liars, or now well, I guess really. the same now age. Now they're the same age. But the, we're starting off with them older, whereas that's true. before we started off seeing... And there's not necessarily a yeah. five-year time jump right now in Stitchers. So. Yeah, and, yeah, and I don't see one happening. No. Really, and and right not now. to harp on it, but you honestly do need like a whiteboard with the characters to keep track of everyone on yeah. Pretty Little Liars. Exactly. They, it's yeah. almost like that on this on this show now. Yeah, they're well, good. It is just because we see so many characters in the stitches within each episode. Mm-hmm. We have so many characters that are introduced. So, I mean, I want to see some of them back. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And like going back into the stitch, the second stitch that happens, you know, we see Anna kind of catching Randall making out with an associate, which turns out to be the the mommy. I don't know her name, but they always referred to her as the mommy because she was mm-hmm. like. Talking to that Kirsten girl about who's her just kid. like texting like the whole time yeah. while Kirsten mm-hmm. is talking. Like, yeah. oh wait, hold on. Let me before I answer this question, just yeah. let me text and be like, pick up something at the store. Yeah. <laughs> and she's in some for some reason she felt the need to like say everything she was texting out loud. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, don't you just hate those people? What are you are doing? Like, I'm just like, shut okay. up. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the, the, the the girl um. Who, uh, who Camille was it's questioning was also quite bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Answering every question with a freaking question. <laughs> and Don't Anna, ask me any more questions. Yeah. Why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anna basically also says, you know, I mean, she catches the associates talking bad about her. And you see her kind of like raising her eyebrow like, oh, like what's happening? And, you know, she kind of sees them turning against her in a way. And, you know... In the stitch again, baby Cameron shows up and tells Kirsten that she has a sister named Ivy Brown. Ivy Brown. Which we're like, okay, so is her mom actually dead or not? Is her father alive or not? Does he actually hate her? Because why is he working against his daughter? And okay, now we have a daughter, another daughter, like a sister figure named Ivy Brown. I saw some theories online that said uh, people thought that Nina was maybe Ivy Brown, which I mean... That could be it. That you would never know. Half be... sister. What if it was half what if sister. it was Camille? Like it could be Camille. I would no. cry. It could be. I would I, cry if I she's been hiding this so. big secret the end like for the past season and a half. 
If, if that were to happen, I'd be like, you know what? I can't handle I'm this. I, I, I could I, see, I'm going back to Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> you know, no, I'll I, catch I, up. I could see. I could actually <laughs> see that happening. Yeah, and no, also you remember that one girl. Her name started with an M, and it was a lot of. It was like season one, or maybe it was season two. And basically, she was trying to protect Kirsten. Remember, and she dies by going out to the cops. I and I don't see her was? coming back into the storyline, but that is a good point. I definitely see her coming back in the storyline because we never knew what happened to her, what were her motives, and anything like that. She was just meant to protect Kirsten. So, like, I could see like the name Ivy Brown kind of fitting with her, and maybe. She was just trying to really protect her sister and then ends up dying. So that could be a theory as well. Okay, so right now, because yeah. there, I mean, there's a lot of potential people who could be her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, half sister or sister sister? I'm thinking half sister for sure. I think half sister also. They, um, they kind like, of like alluded to that fact. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I will throw it out there. Do you guys feel for sure it's a character we've already seen? And yes. 110%. Uh, 100%. I'm gonna think so. Through a stitch or something we've seen this character. Yeah. But whether the sister's alive or not I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Whether the sister's alive. But I definitely think that, that we've seen them because you know these shows love to do that to yeah. us. They're like, oh, wait, you're her sister? Right. It's like, that's not like how real life works, but okay. <laughs> right, yeah, I think that, I, I think we haven't seen them in person, but they they yeah. are a background character. We're just not aware how much they're going to come into play just yet. Yeah. See, I could, Maybe. I could see it being a main character, though. I could definitely see it. I can't. I don't know what it I is. See just because they're so set in their See, you I know, started roles. an argument. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But... You know, when, I, when you invited me to be a part of this time, you said it's cool. We're gonna talk to show. Chill. We're chill. Just yeah. Start something. No. Yeah, Becca, Becca's the little instigator, and she just sits back. And and watches like, it once again, it's always the nice ones. <laughs> it's the nice it's one. The nice ones you don't I'm expect being people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and, I'm sorry, Becca. No, we're sorry, doing. Becca. We really do love you. Yeah. I love you guys. But, Aww. You know, after they come out of the stitch. You know, we discover that Sam and Maggie used to live together. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they basically go back to confront the lawyers. And the basically they, they confront the, the mommy lawyer that she... They're like, oh, well, you have a poisonous shrub growing in your backyard. So how convenient that it would be the exact same one and that the drink would be poisoned. Which I'm surprised I didn't get, like, right off the bat from that who the killer actually was. See, I didn't expect it until Cuz I didn't I wasn't expecting it until it happens and that's the way like I always am with these episodes. No, cuz you're really good at finding. You you well, know things episodes in advance usually and I'm like, "What? No, no." And you're like, "Yes." <laughs> you're pretty good at it though. Like the baby Cameron thing, you you pretty good at a yeah, lot. Yeah, that time I was advance. like it, it the hair just kind of Away, so basically, when I ever have any questions about anything, I'll just be like, okay, Becca, so you remember this character and this character? What's the story? And you'll just tell me, and then a few episodes later, it'll play out, and I'm like, all right. What? Uh, I, I think, she, in other words, Becca is stitch neuro synced into, into you know, the, the Stitcher's universe. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Through Twitter. Wait, so, so which are, okay, if you're um, Kristen, am I Cam or Linus compared to Dakota? <laughs> yeah, pick right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
mean, That'll be a question two... answered. You have to watch next week to find oh, out. Oh, I like it. If you give us three <laughs> iTunes ratings, if we have three people send it <laughs> in, then we'll then we'll like yeah. divulge that. Then I'll decide. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll decide. They're gonna be like, I think the new guy's Maggie is like oh. oh. <laughs> that would be cold. That would be cold. But, internet. No, I'm just <laughs> so ahead. once they kind of accuse her of owning the poisonous shrub, um, Randall kind of stands up and is like, you know what? You know, we're not going to do any further questioning. We're done with this. We're done with this. And then Kirsten recognizes from the the lady lawyer that she has the, this bracelet on. She's like, did your husband give you that bracelet or was that Randall? Randall and Randall's like, like what? Fidgeter. It's like, uh oh. Like, so, uh oh. And my then perfect you can story just ended. And you can see that the mommy lawyer was like, oh crap, like, I didn't know that this information. And basically, he used her, and then he got this poisonous shrub and was like, I'm done with this girl, and wanted to basically kill her. But he says that it was, he was just trying to like, make her sick. Yeah, he, he said like he potency. measured it, something like that. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Lies lies but basically he basically takes kirsten puts a knife to her throat you know and like basically gonna kill her and then kirsten went into boss mode which i love between kirsten and cameron like almost dying in these episodes yeah like cameron because of kirsten and then (laughs) and then um this episode kirsten i gotta say this they have i understand they're the main characters we have to see them in some trouble um i'm gonna pull out a family reference um you guys know the show buffy the vampire slayer heard of it yeah my mother's seen a bunch of them with me and she'd be like you notice that girl is always getting choked but she never dies (laughs) it's the same thing when i see kristen it's like someone always tries to take a knife to her but she's always fine next episode i know i feel like you know what i want to see some trouble happen to some of our more background characters i feel like Let's kill Maggie, one of them like Maggie. No, let's, no. Hey, like, let's put Maggie in more trouble. I feel like that would really help I mean, the show out. Because then it's like, well, someone's got to run this because these young people just can't. I'm sorry. Right. We well, kind of see a little bit of that happen in the episode where Maggie gets shot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that well, was crazy. Well, we'll get to it at the end, more uh-huh. of the end. But okay. I think Linus has a big storyline coming up where he's going to get very like emotionally distraught and stuff I like that. I could see it happening, especially with everything As, happening. Like what happened at the end, yeah. especially yeah, of take. this episode. And we know he's very close to his family. They talked about he's lived with his family for his whole life yeah. despite being he, very successful. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. He's family guy. Yep, family guy. I can relate to that. But um and we've seen a lot of his parents yeah. in the past season, especially. Yeah, and we haven't really seen this parents of the other. We we characters. haven't seen so, parents of the other characters as much as a, we've seen Linus's parents. So there's yeah. got to be some some backstory. There's got to be a reason yeah. for all of that. Exactly, and I think that basically to wrap that portion up of the story, Randall, his name's Randall Cook, and basically he's like Sam. Like I thought you said, do anything you can for the case, and he's like legally not kill <laughs> off a girl. Legally. That moment to me, you I could didn't see like, like a, it. You could see like something go off in his head though, and he was like, he turned crazy. He really? no, he turned insane in like point one seconds. Yeah. So and basically, he stole, um, what's her name? The mom, the mom lawyer yeah. stole her key card to get in and basically kind of blamed it on her, but but poisoned her, and that's how she died. So that kind of wraps up the whole but, mystery part of that. But also, uh, his intention. 
I don't think I could be wrong, but his overall intention wasn't to kill Anna in the beginning. You think it was just to get her off the I, case? I think it was just to, like, poison her enough to get her off the case. Okay. But he didn't mean to actually kill her. Yeah, I could see that, but then at the end... Because we, see, we like, see him at the beginning when he comes in that's to, true. and finds Anna, and he's frantic. He's a frantic mess. Like, he didn't expect he's like, to find her it. dead. Like, he's I like, what, what do I do now? Yeah. He reports basically himself at the exactly. beginning. Exactly, yeah. So, and, and it's once, kind of his fault the NSA came. Yeah, <laughs> and once that kind of whole thing ends, you know, everything kind of, you know, winds down, and Kirsten's like, hey, Cameron, do you want to hang out again? And Cameron's like, you know what? I can't. I gotta see Nina. But but oh, now but, suddenly but Cameron, you Cameron see already Nina. Cameron already blew off Nina for Kirsten once in this episode, so he's forgiven for that but one. This yeah. is a time when Kirsten is really wanting to have like one on one time with him because she wants that relationship to still happen. And so we kind of see that happening, and we're kind of like, dang it! Like, of course, you know, she's gonna ask him and put herself out there again, and he's gonna deny her because he's got yeah. Nina waiting at home for him. But speaking of relationships, fake relationships, mm-hmm. everything that's happening with this relationship drama. Let's talk about Camille and Liam. Okay. Because yes. that part of the episode, Liam, that accent is great and all, and, like, his face is fantastic. I, I, I like his face. Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. I like his face. But I've never trusted him since he... Wanted to marry Kirsten. I've yeah. never trusted that guy. I think guy. the way they introduced him, what, what you're talking about, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm here and I'm ready to marry you. Yeah. I, what? Yeah. See, I think it'd be more believable if uh, Liam was, like, Kirsten's brother than her having a half-sister, half-sister? step-sister or weird, something. They, that'd be that so weird. But you know they but love I, on I've Freeform. Thought, they love no, to I've have, thought about that storyline. They love to have siblings kissing. It freeform, I, and they I, find out that they're siblings after they've already made out, and you're like, "Wow, this is awkward." I've thought about That's a similar like storyline to PL. So. You know, I, I agree with that, though. It's he's just is too. He's obviously we we know he's up to something, but you know the way they introduced him, he was I, always one of those characters. Yeah. I do think that Camille is actually really, or was actually really getting the best of him mm-hmm. because. He seems to be, like, head over heels for Camille but right he, now. he was head over heels for Kirsten at the same time yeah. it was working behind her back. But I don't think he suspects that Camille is trying to figure out, like, what he's up That's to. That's true. That's true. I and agree. now I think he truly believes everything is a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, I think we Well, go ahead. No, go, go. No, Camille is definitely one-upping him because we know he's up to something. So when he's doing his thing, he's being all suave and, yeah. doing, you know, like, let me show you how to work out, Camille. You know what? He thinks he's playing his angle, but Camille yeah. is one-upping him. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's fun to see that little chess match playing. But, you know, I'm waiting for the one he's going to figure it out. And I think when we see that is that when we're going to see the real Liam come out. and he's just going to be ha- mad. Yeah, not just mad. I think he, we're going to see just how potentially lethal a character he might be. He, very yes. true. Very, very true. He's going to, yeah. like, have a breaking point. He's just going to go insane. Yep. Natalia but, said, I think Nina is the plan B. I think so, too. The plan I think, B. I, I think Nina is going to be, like, part of this whole Liam plan. Okay. I think he's... I think she's intertwined with him working That's, with that might be with right. Liam. They might be together and like working together to try to figure out more information. Because it's like Nina is 
going after Cameron. Mm-hmm. I don't think them meeting was a coincidence. Yeah. Like, yeah, it could be, but yeah, I, I think it was supposed to happen. Yeah. But in in the scene with uh, Liam and Camille in this episode, uh, after Linus has been talking to Kirsten, mm-hmm. it while they're going through the files and stuff, and like I don't know, I don't I don't think Camille is like truly doing what she yeah. said she's doing yeah. right now, like studying. No. Yeah. Um, we see Cam- uh. Kirsten walk in on Camille and Liam. Yeah, Kirsten is not happy, and she definitely and blows up. She, she like, her face in the back it of just, that scene, just, I would, was a mess. It I just like, shows oh, that God. she's definitely showing emotion like, and having the emotion. new Kirsten that yeah. we've talked but about But I was this like, season. I don't, I really don't want to see Camille and Kirsten fight. It yeah. awkward, but. It I, was awkward. Yeah, definitely no, awkward. it was awkward, but it was, like, a funny awkward, which is part of the thing I like about this show, yeah. like. Yeah, I don't like them fighting. I don't like my favorite characters fighting, but it's part of the like if they the didn't fight, fight having it wouldn't laughing be fun. at the same time. Yeah, just because sure. the way they acted on each other. All right, I have like two more points really quick because we kind of have to wrap it up. But um, I do want to mention that Linus's dad basically has some sort of problem happening, health problem. Yeah, health. Not problem. Not really sure, but they kind of have an awkward run in, and that's definitely going to be a big storyline for the next episode. Yeah. Right. So that's definitely something. And then the thing that I want to talk about really quick before we go into predictions is Maggie and Camille are at Kirsten's house. They kind of confront her yes. about the whole Liam and Camille thing and say, say, you know what? There's no reason to be upset. This is all a part of the plan. And Kirsten's like, you know what? No, fine. We'll, we'll do your plan, but I'm going to be the one that works with him, not you. Snow Campston's in Jeopardy again. So we kind of have to see Kirsten kind of playing the angle that Camille is playing with Liam right now. So I'm interested to see how that's going to work, because you know that there's feelings involved with Kirsten see, and Liam, and you know that she's going to have some kind of angle that she's going to really work out for I, that. I to, think this whole thing, I'm going to bring it back to ships. So you know I love ships, um, if you watch any after shows I do, but... <laughs> I, I think Cameron and Kirsten are going to find their way back to each other yeah. through Nina and Liam. So in the end, I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking I'm going to be thankful for them. But I think Nina and Liam are working together, and that's my big yeah. theory. Which, leading with your theory, leading into predictions, we... Oh, there we go. You're after Buzz <laughs> Predictions. Am I going home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so basically that's your main prediction right now is that Liam and Nina are working together? Yes, that's one of my predictions. And then my also prediction, which I think I've said before, either on Twitter or last week, is that Camille and Fisher are going to be a thing yeah. soon. We need to have we, a whole after we, show dedicated to Becca's predictions because... We, we see Camille and Fisher, like hitting it off and for a couple seconds in every episode mm-hmm. this season they're, they're getting it. all the, nice and close nice and sweaty he's seeing uh, uh, Camille in that tight uh, yeah, clothing she's watching been... him in the muscle shirt yeah yeah the muscle shirt though yep yeah. uh, uh, yes yes and then Camille winked at him like I mean not that I want him but like see I, I think she winks at everybody she she's does like she background. does she's like she's, hey she's good at I think one of my biggest predictions is at some point, I feel like Maggie and Fisher might end up having some moments together. And I think that hopefully Sam comes back because, you know, we see that relationship with Maggie. It was a past 
relationship. There was a lot of history. I want to see that kind of come back. And I also want to see Fisher and, what and was, what was her? Mayling? Yeah. Mayling. I want to mm-hmm. see that relationship I w- come back. I was going to say that too. I want to see that back. I think they're kind of testing out all these little relationships. So then that way they can kind of like come back later if the fans react well to one of them. So I think I think that might be. I what is one of your biggest predictions? Because I want to hear. I, you know what? I'm gonna go out there. They they're throwing us for so many loops. I'm gonna throw it out there that Linus is hurt, very badly, and he's gonna just go and kiss Kirsten in a spur of the moment where they're yeah. both alone. <laughs> you got And hey, and guess what? Kirsten's gonna be in an emotional space that she kisses him back. Yep. Well. I just okay. Predictions. Who do who do you all think is like trying to speak to Kirsten through Little Cameron? I think it's definitely Kirsten's father. I I, think it's her father. Okay, I I mean, I'm I'm thinking so too. Yep. But I also like had a split second right before the show started, and I was like, maybe it's Liam. I feel like it could be, but I feel like Liam is working under someone, and it's very obvious, you know, with that one phone call where he's, you know, saying, "Well, she didn't want to marry me." So yeah, Liam's working under some someone, which so is Nina. Yeah, so that now I understand what the comment from the viewer was about Plan B. That makes sense now, but I definitely think that's going to play come into play somehow. But um, moving on from there, I think we're definitely going to see more of hopefully Linus you know, with the storyline with his father, but I want to see more of Linus and Camille happen again because it's been a few episodes. They've been very distant, so I'm hoping that they kind of, you know, get it together in a sense and are able to I, move I want, on. I want Camille and Linus back, like, ASAP. Yeah. But I'm also worried. Uh, Natalia said that Cameron's going to be jealous. Cameron's definitely going to be jealous when mm-hmm. Kirsten starts going after... Yeah, Liam. when Kirsten starts yeah. going after Liam, Cameron's going to be jealous, which I think it's kind of funny because Kirsten's jealous right now of mm-hmm. Nina. But they're very good at hiding their emotions. Yes. Even even though Kirsten now shows her emotions, she's still very good at hiding emotions. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I the last prediction I have is I hope that we find out more about, you know, Kirsten's mother and what happened to her because you and know her what sister. this weekend is or this weekend is Mother's Day, so we kind of have to <laughs> we kind of <laughs> need to know what happened to the mother. Hopefully by next week at yeah, least. Yeah, by Tuesday. So if you're lucky enough to have a mother out there, give her a hug and a kiss because Mother's Day is coming up. <laughs> Definitely. I know. I'm lucky no. enough that my mother is actually here, and she's. I'm gonna get to spend Mother's Day with her, and my dad's here. So awesome. super excited about that. But how about you guys let us know where we can find you on interwebs? Interwebs. And we will be out. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, BeckBTalksTV. Hey guys, I'm Gabriel. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Double G on TV. You guys could find me to talk about containment, stitchers, rush hour, UFC, the works, NBA playoffs. It's on. You have a mixture. It's like a melting pot. Yeah. I like it. And you can, guys, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones and on Snapchat at Crazy Coda. Please like, subscribe, give us some comments. We love to hear from you guys, and we will see you next week for season two, episode eight of Stitchers. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.